Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. We are back up yours, woke moralists, and we watched <laughs> Black Christmas. Tis the season. Going a little off theme here. It's uh, the season. Starring Lois Lane herself. That's right, Margot Kidder. Yeah, in this jammer, she and, looked kind of uh, hot in this. She right? looks very, very kind of hot. In this I, I I never really thought she was hot in Superman, but in this, I was like, no, I don't know. she's all tarted up and drunk she's sorority chick doing something for me. In this, yeah, starring starring. Uh, uh, I made the joke to Sean. I'm pretty sure John Saxton is in every movie from the 70s, or at Did least he every. Just he's playing the same character. Maybe maybe he's not in every movie from the 70s, but he is in every movie from the 70s I've seen. <laughs> I watched this John Saxton film this weekend or this previous week. Oh, cool! And and also starring Kier Duella from fucking 2001. 2001. Yeah, yes. I the only other movie I've ever seen him in. I Which saw him in real he? life once. Yes. He's uh, the uh, boyfriend. Ah, yes. yeah. He's the, the weird... The one that's trying to impose his... The weird uh, piano His player. body values yeah. on, on the French chick or British chick or whatever. Yeah, yeah crazy that... how we're having the same conversation 40 years later. Yeah, yep. I, I, yeah I didn't expect to have that brought up like uh, on the show, but uh, yeah, great. Here we are. So yeah, so that's what we watched. Uh, everybody have a good Christmas, and uh, we'll see you next week now. We're on break. I'm on break. Uh, all right. Uh, what did y'all watch this week? Uh, Sean, uh, I only watched the last episode of Chainsaw Main. Hell yeah, um, great, and, great, great episode! Great episode, but very like it's too much of uh, like a fucking cliffhanger episode for me, dog. Like, usually yeah. they end a little bit like, uh, is, is that guy looking like Tim Roth intentional with the suit and stuff, or am I just adding that to, to it? Uh, the, the guy that's training, uh, yeah. Apparently, I don't know if this is just the internet. Uh, I know that that uh, what's his name, Fujimoto, is like a huge film buff. Yeah. But like, apparently, people are saying that he's influenced by Mads Mikkelsen, and they have like side by side comparisons of the drawings of like where he got he referenced him from. So I yeah. don't know, but he is know. there is a little Tim Roth, and I mean, like he Reservoir Dogs is an influence too by just oh, how they 100%. look. hundred percent. So. Dude, the uh, the scene where they're they're training him, and he's like, "We're done for the day," and then he just throws the knife, like, yeah, and stabs Denji in the head. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, I, it's I, a great episode. I, I one it. of my favorite moments, and they they animated it so well, was when you know Denji and Power are like, "We're going to use our brains," and they're suddenly and they both glasses. Yeah, on. <laughs> they're both suddenly wearing glasses, and it's like, "We're smart. We're going to yeah. do this," and they just get the told. the fucking. Like the fact that they're both dum dums, like, is yeah. so much fun. Yeah, it's it's great because, it's... like, kind of in a lesser comic, she's like a like the sultry vixen type because that's like kind of the uh, the model, right? But she's yeah. like a total moron. Yeah, well, and well, the funniest thing that I think is that that Fujimoto said that Power's personality is based off Eric Cartman. That's like the biggest <laughs> influence on her personality. That Which tracks actually. It's fucking hilarious. Like, what a weird like thing to pull, but it makes a lot of sense. And of course, because it's a Chainsaw Man episode, it's got this deep theme of like, oh man, just being like, just the fact that like I have a uh, fucking place to live means like, am I still the same person? Like, yeah. where he's like, oh, it, you know, like, it, do I still it, feel pain? 
It's so fucking funny because, like, I don't, I don't know. We talked about this a lot. I didn't explain like, that very well because I'm in the middle of trying to play 2K and watch this football game and talk to you. But you understand what I'm saying? I like, understand the, what you're yeah. saying. It, it, but like we've said this before about something like Parasite, where it's like they manage to cram all these things in one thing. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they cram all these different genres and feelings and tones. And like Chainsaw Man does that, where like you have like literally goofy like Simpsons-esque slapstick and then like these ruminations on like what it is to live and like thrive (laughs) and then like it's just fucking wild and this is all in the space of 23 minutes like I don't know I I can't get over the show I'm gonna be fucking heartbroken because we only got two more episodes right and I mean I love the comics but like I don't know there there's there's a certain magic to the animation you know what I mean like yeah I love the comics don't get me wrong but like They've done such a good job with the animation. I and just want to see like a adapt. pretty limited budget, honestly, on the animation. Maybe the second season will be because you can tell they've got some kind of wonky, like pre-rendered computer background sometimes, but it's not like super distracting, like the Berserk Golden Age or anything. I'll have to send you. Uh, there's this guy that like is an animator, and he breaks down like almost like scene by scene how they did things with like production notes and stuff. And they shockingly yeah. use a lot less CGI than I expected. Like oh, really? it's, it's kind of a myth. Like I don't know. I'll, I thought it was really interesting. I'll send well, you the video. It's also like the mark of a great show. Where even though the fight scenes are like awesome and they're a lot of fun, like they're almost like the least interesting part of the show. Like well, it's something that they they manage to. I mean, that's the way it is in the comics because the comics like the fights are kind of secondary. They're there, but you yeah. can kind of tell that like the artist doesn't really care about them that much. And like, I feel like they managed to make them like super cool, but they still don't really feel that important, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Anyway, but that's all I watched. Great show, great show. Uh, Alec. I watched a lot of things. A lot oh, of yeah. th- good. Cause I didn't watch anything. <laughs> well, good. The show go <laughs> real fast then. Go real fast. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> It's all Christmas movies. Every single thing I watch is a Christmas movie. Aren't you out by now? No. <laughs> oh, dude, there's like, dude, the there's like, thing. it's like, it's like how we have WWE Eastern. We'll literally never run out of like wrestler movies. Like, there's I mean, so many it's Christmas just movies. infinite. And every year they right. put out a hundred more because they're so cheap to make. Like Hallmark makes like a billion a year. Alec, did you see that? Uh, I forget if it was an onion or something, but it was like, made me think of you. It's like every woman uh, in a small town Christmas movie should ask where that man was on January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that doesn't make sense. That should be the first question they ask. <laughs> um, I watched the Santa Claus 3, finishing up hmm. the Santa Claus trilogy. Although right. Martin Short plays Jack Frost. It's the weakest of the three, but it's still not bad. Oh, it's like the Godfather series. Yeah, it's yeah. probably on the same level, too. <laughs> Santa, Claus, Santa Claus 2 is one of the greatest movies ever made. Right, right. Um, the Santa, I watched the Santa Clauses because Disney Plus made a show on the Santa Claus universe that came out this year. That was pretty good. The first episode kind of sucked, but after that, it got a lot better. Also, that ties into the whole Tim Allen Santa Claus lore. <sighs> Oh, um, watch Elf. Elf is fun. Everybody knows about Elf. It's a great movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Watch Snow Day, starring Chevy Chase and uh, Chris Elliott. Oh, it's oh. not about Jonathan Snow Day? I don't know who that is. The Bastard. 
Oh, John. Oh, a fucking, a fucking Game of Thrones reference. Mm. No, that mm. was a... Oh, I'm sorry. I meant Edward Snow Day. I'm sorry. I fucked oh. that up. I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> um, it's about a crazy, a crazy snow day in a town, but the town snowplow guy is so good that the kids only get one day off. So they try to slow him down to get more snow days off. That's kind of a fun um, premise. I like that. It is, and there's also like a teenage love story tied in with it, and blah blah blah. But it's it was it was fun. It was fun enough. Um, Chris Elliott is the like deranged snowplow man. Is fun. <laughs> uh, I think we could all agree that the world could use more Chris Elliott. Oh yeah, Get a Life should have been a smash oh, hit. So good, yeah, I love that show. Should have been an absolute smash hit, and it just kind of faded off into nothing. Um. <laughs> Rise of the Guardians, the Is animated, yeah, oh. the animated, uh, well, I guess technically it's an Easter movie, but Santa Claus is in the whole movie, so, oh, um, we're going to call it a Christmas movie, um, close enough, Christmas, yeah, animated, animated, Christmas movie. adjacent, it's got, uh, Chris Pine plays Jack Frost, Hugh Jackman plays the Easter Bunny, Alec Baldwin oh, plays Santa Claus. This. Yeah. Um, Isla Fisher is the Tooth Fairy. It was fun. It was good enough. Like I enjoyed it. Uh, I think it was on. Actually, a couple of these movies are on uh, another new channel called Freevee. Oh yeah, I see ads for that on the the shield that has the has some stuff on it. Um, we just finished watching a movie called A Christmas Karen. Hmm. It's a ripoff of a Christmas Carol, but with like <laughs> a stereotypical Karen. That sounds kind of funny. Uh it's so fucking good. Like we were dying. It's so funny because it like leans into how ridiculous like these Karen women are, and how absurd they are, and how entitled they are, and everything. It's really funny, and it's like got nobody in it. It's like it's probably like almost like an asylum movie. Oh, jeez. But it's really funny because everybody leans into their, like, ridiculousness and over-the-topness. And the woman who plays the main character does, like, tremendous. It's so funny. Like, at the end, so the part in, like, it, it's a Christmas carol. Like, it's literally a Christmas carol. Um, Which I'm guessing, like, the rights to that or the copyright to that must have expired fairly recently because all of a sudden there are a ton. I think it's. I think that's of story new public Christmas. That's what I mean. I mean, yeah, like all yeah. of a sudden, there's tons of new like versions of it, like all over all the streaming services we've been looking at. Yeah. So I wonder if, like, in the past few years, like it opened up to public domain or whatever, where anybody yeah. can do it I think without having like, to pay. Yeah, I think there's like a on certain things. I think there's like literally like time limitations, and then like everything. Like I think like the shadow is something that's like public. Domain. Well, I think you had to renew the copyright, and if no one renews it, then is also, that what plus, it is? It's, plus it's British, so people just might not have given a fuck. Because yeah, <laughs> who uh, cares the about their copyrights? Not public domain. It would have been, but Condé Nast owns it because I tried to use it one time. Oh, okay. Who the hell's yeah. Condé Nast? They uh, publish like L and Glamour, and they're like that big fucking. Why the fuck do they have the rights to the shadow? Oh, why weird. not? Yeah, more like um, Sunday ass. Yeah, <laughs> Marvel did that 
several years ago with their Exiles comic. They used it to renew their copyrights on like oh, 10 other right, different yeah. properties because they were hopping universe to universe. So like New Universal, um, some of their other stuff that like they were about to lose the rights to, they threw them all in Exiles and, and re- renewed their uh, renewed their contract. Mm-hmm. I loved that book. It got I really didn't... stupid towards the end, but for a long time, that book was a fucking blast. I didn't know that's why that book came to be, but that's kind of awesome because I like that book. <laughs> Um, but yeah, a Christmas Karen, check it out. On it's on free. It's on freebie. Uh, the last thing we watched was uh called Jingle Jangle. I think it's like I think it's technically Jingle Jingle, Jingle, Jingle. A, a Christmas story or a Christmas <laughs> tale or something. It's a Netflix original. Um, it's got a uh, Forrest Whitaker and Keegan Michael Key. And somebody else. I can't think of who the third character, main character was. Um, but it's a story about a uh, an inventor, like around Christmas time, who creates like the perfect Christmas toy, and then his understudy steals it. So the inventor goes crazy and runs his wife and daughter away. And sounds real uh, uplifting. The other guy becomes like book. super rich. It's a uh, it's really good. Um, Forrest Whitaker's fantastic. It's got these awesome, really cool, like, uh, claymation puppeteering scenes in it. I like that. Where, like, instead of using special effects, they use that to, like, show things that have happened or are going to happen or and stuff. Like, it's, I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Did Forrest um, Whitaker do something weird with his voice? Oh, uh, not really. That's a shame. <laughs> um, you didn't watch Jingle All the Way this week? Oh, I did watch that, too. I did Hell watch that. Yeah. I forgot to put that on my list. Jingle all the way, of which there's a sequel that I gotta watch now. I, I saw starring Larry the Cable Guy. I saw a oh, uh, TikTok where um, somebody, you know, the scene in uh, fucking American Psycho where he's like, "Yeah, I'm trying to get a reservation for Dorcia," and the, the other guy laughs, and they're just like, yeah. oh, "You know what I mean." So they dubbed in Arnold's voice, and he's like, "I'm trying to find a Turbo Man." And then it's a guy going, <laughs> like, it's like, like two days before Christmas, I'm trying to find the Turbo Man, and then they just start laughing like that. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Try getting a Turbo Man now, you fucking asshole! Oh my god, Turbo Man, that movie rules. Yeah, we. I'm shocked that we've never cracked this sequel on the show. Like, it, it feel like it feel like it's something we would have done by. I, I mean, I'm okay if we don't, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's, it's going to be bad, but yeah. Oh, yeah, it's got to be it's got to be bad. Um and that is it. Out of all those like A Christmas Karen and Jingle Jangle are both hard recommends. Uh I would say what check those out. The other ones are all I mean they're all good. There's all stuff I've seen before though. But those two are uh bam. Hmm. Um, and this is episode 350. That's hey. crazy. 350. I mean, it's probably not quite exactly. I'm sure at some point I screwed up the count, but based on my tally, we're at episode 350. That's so nuts. Wild. Way to go, guys. We wasted <laughs> probably 600 hours recording. <laughs> recording this show not to mention all the time me and tj went to watch the ravens game the other day at the bar oh, yeah. i'm sorry and we were we were talking about the old way we used to record 
and how like it would take up like a six hour block yeah like (laughs) driving going eating watching the movie recording driving home like we started like six and get home at like midnight the fucking toll on our health yeah there's like yeah but then i found that picture of us recording today that that was great The best Matt, is the Matt fact came that clutch where he's like, you tell which one TJ is. The best is the fact that there is a white dog in there. I was like, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> it's like a buff white light dog. Too. There's a, it's all buff us and a buff lychee. This is a joke that no one will understand. Uh, <laughs> buff lychee on the podcast, but anyway, uh, anything else? <sighs> no, I'm trying to think. I can't think. I don't think so. But uh, that's enough, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that's plenty. That's plenty. Eight movies in a week ain't too bad. That's a lot um, of movies. T TJ. Uh I haven't really watched a whole lot. I, I watched um uh fucking Inception the other day. It was, I didn't really watch it. I was drawing as it was on. But that's a really good movie, Inception. I really like that movie. <laughs> Pretty uh, good. And uh that that's it. I also watched uh Chainsaw Man and I'm finished on uh Jujutsu Kaisen, which I really recommend. It's a little bit of a slow starter, but uh, very good. I will, uh, real quick on the Jujitsu Kaisen thing. Um, fuck HBO Max, because I'm in the middle of watching that show on HBO Max, right? So I log in, and I'm like, okay, uh, where is it? Uh, they just took it off. <laughs> they took it off the fucking platform. So I had to get a new subscription to Crunchyroll uh, to finish watching it. Uh, so, yeah, um, it's a very good show. It's not as good as Chainsaw Man, but it's, it's still very cool. It's very, reminds me of, like, I don't know. It's like it's it's like very X Men in a weird way, like the way that they structure everything, and it's kind of it has like they're training in this school, and I don't know. It's 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 cool. I really like it. Again, I I feel like it, it took a little while to get going, but once they start like fighting all the time, it's pretty badass. So I, I would recommend it. But yeah, uh, also Crunchyroll, pretty pretty solid service. You get a lot for your money. It's only like six bucks a month, and they have like old anime and current shows in japan like they put go on the same time as they're in japan as over here which is pretty cool so. the name sounds like racist it kind of yeah it does right because it, yeah. it's pretty bad like, like it's like, like it's been around forever like i've heard of Crunchyroll for like years yeah for well for the longest time it was like the only like anime streaming service but now you got like funimation has as one a couple of other smaller companies but it's the biggest one. It's pretty cool. Like I was surprised at how much like old stuff they had on there. Cause you know me, I'm old head. I want to watch the old shit. Play some of the old shit. But uh, yeah, old, good, old head. Good, ser- good service. I rec- uh, highly recommend it. Or just steal my login. Uh, it's, it has a hilarious password. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Gogs. Uh, I watched four things. Four things. Uh, I rewatched uh I have rewatched all of them, so we'll keep it real brief. Uh, From Dust Till Dawn, that movie is bonkers. I'm a big uh, fan of that movie. That movie, I don't, it's full of crazy nonsense and it's big, it's all big slap together mess. But so I do have a question. If in From Dust Till Dawn, if they hadn't popped off on the vampires and like started fucking shit up, would that have turned into the massacre it turned into? Was that always the plan? Or does it just happen to be I, that way? I don't know. The way I I always interpret it is that they were they were they they were purposely bringing the humans in to eat 
But like every night, like it seems like a bad business. Like there would be no word of mouth. Right? Yeah, but this is like a schlocky like gore fest. They don't. There's not a whole lot. You know what I mean? It's a very like. Yeah, I'm, I'm investing too much the in the plot here. Kind of like it's very fat. Also, I've seen that movie. I don't know, half a dozen times, and for some reason, of all the shit that happens in that movie. The fucking only line I remember is Ooh, "American pie pussy." <laughs> like, apple like, pie. Apple I, I, pie I said it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I still yeah. think my my favorite line in it is uh, "Psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them." I don't give a fuck how crazy they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, George Clooney is really doing something in that movie. Yeah. I fucking love it. Um, um, Tarantino I, is not. Yeah, Tarantino yeah. kind of sucks. In Tarantino is not great in it, but I can't think of much he is great in, except for maybe acting, his part in Pulp Fiction. Acting is not his strong suit. Oh, I don't know. What is it? Is it what the, is it? Destiny turns on the radio. What's the one where he's going on about Iceman and Top Gun and shit? It's uh, not one of his movies. No, it's not. But oh, also, he's great in Sukiyaki Western Django. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, real quick, because uh, I'm gonna forget this. Uh, yeah. Takashi Miike has a new show on Hulu. Ooh, and it's weird because if I didn't read an article saying he was a part of it, I would have never known. Because it's um, it's it's Korean, so I'm like, well, I, I was seeing Korean show. I wouldn't have thought Takashi Miike directed. Yeah. Apparently, it's very good. It's super gross. Uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, let me look that up. But anyway, I apparently it's getting very good reviews, and I'm gonna watch it here eventually. But anyway, continue. Sorry, you brought up uh, Tsukiyaki Western Django. I was like, oh, I did not. Yeah. Sean did. So any uh, opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I watched another Fred Williamson Splatterfest. I rewatched VFW. Hell movie yeah! Fucking rules. What do you? What do you? But like, so I was when I was watching, I was like trying to figure out what do you classify that movie. As it's like splatter punk, uh, what is it like? Because it's like know. all the violence happens by the good guys. I would call majority. It, I, I don't know what the genre would be, but the first movie I can think of in it is the hobo with a shotgun genre. Yeah, the yeah. old man splatter revenge. Yeah, like it's that not would be stupid. Is hobo with the shotgun? No, like, no, it feels like a real stupid, movie. But it's, well, That's it's got stupid, some but... it's got some corniness to yeah. it. Like the, the uh, Takashi Miike series is called Connect, by the way, on who like the Xbox thing. Yes, Xbox, <laughs> Xbox exclusive. <laughs> but yeah, uh, VFW fucking rules. Yeah, that uh, movie was that the first fun. Shutter original. If it wasn't the first, I know because I think I think Psycho Goreman was before that. Okay, and that was a Shutter original too. Because I remember when when those came out, we were like, "Damn, Shutter's fucking killing it." Because I remember, yeah. like, we all saw Psycho Goreman. We're like, "Holy shit!" This and they're really like, cool. "Oh, you think that shit's cool?" <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, yeah. fucking, I make another Psycho Goreman. I think I saw VFW first though. Is that right? I think I saw VFW first as well. Yeah, um, VFW I, I, is like. Well, <laughs> I think, Psycho Go- I think Psycho Gourmet came out like a year before VFW. Oh, really? I think v- yeah. VFW came out last year. I thought Psycho Gourmet came out like two years ago. I could be wrong because I've watched, I've, I still haven't seen VFW. It was, and I watched Psycho Gourmet well after it came I was, out. I think I I think I we watched it. We for watched TJ's it. birthday. Yeah, we watched it in my it. backyard when everybody still cared about COVID. Yeah. <laughs> 
I was, I was thinking about Slinger Gorman the other day. I was looking at some baseball cards, and I was thinking about the part where he's like, and this old man asked me to come to his band to see baseball cards, and it was the best decision I ever made. Those the baseball dad. cards were awesome. <laughs> the dad was so fucking great. In that dad movie. fucking rocks. Like, yeah. he makes that fucking meal. For somehow, he <laughs> annihilates the entire microwave somehow. It's like, I've been cooking all day. Like, what the fuck? I'm making a nutritious meal for my family. Oh, he's like microwaving chicken for an hour. Um, I said you take a left in second. <laughs> yeah, v- fucking VFW is like it's you know fucking assault on priest eight thirteen meets green room kind of meets from dust till dawn. Of the fucking like villains in that movie are just like hopped up hilarious crazy drugs. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're like they're on like zombie the, drugs. Like they're just they're like the mutants from God. the dark it's called hype. Yeah. yeah, it's like drugs. That, yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, it's like they, Nuke from RoboCop two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a cool ass movie. And what's also, his name? Stephen Lang fucking kicks a pile ass in that movie. Yeah, I also love that movie because I didn't catch this the first time I watched. That movie starts at at noon of that day, and it starts with them having whatever that crazy satanist rave is, where the girl yeets herself from the top balcony. Like that's that's happening at lunchtime on like a Friday. <laughs> like you got that Blu-ray, right, Cogs? I that- did. Is it like I remember the at least watching it on Shutter? Maybe just my TV that it was like incredibly dark, like to the point where it was tough to oh, see. The is whole it... movie, yeah, no, it, the okay. whole movie is just it's either in blue tones or red tones or darkness. Like that's yeah. it. Uh, it's wild. If you watch it with 3D glasses, your head would explode. Um, and what's his name? The um, the guy from uh, Martin Campman or whatever. It's yeah, really good. And the yeah. guy, the guy that uh, who played. Death in Bill and Ted's. Uh, oh, William Sadler. He's great in the movie. Uh, yeah. Naked Everyone, karate, George William Wentz Sadler. is in it. Yeah, like you got. Yeah, you got fucking T Birds in it. George <laughs> Wentz in it. Uh, was it Martin Cove the, from Martin Cobra Kai? Yeah. Like he, you know, Fred Williamson. Now everyone's fucking fun in it. Uh, movie kicks a pile of ass. I we love. love uh, we love the old man kicking ass. Movie. Love an old man Hell kicking yeah. ass. Yeah. Um, I also watched. Uh, Speaking of old men kicking ass, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. Yeah, uh, yeah. the Dream Warriors. We're the Dream Warriors. That movie's pretty good. Does he still like? Like you know he's in it, but like, or is that the fourth one that Lawrence Fishburne's the orderly in? No, Lawrence so, like, Fishburne's the orderly in this right. one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This like, movie like famous. Like this movie is like, well, what do you do at this point? Just like King of New York at this point? Like he hadn't done a lot. Yeah, I guess you're right. I just like I think of him as like already have been famous by then, but I guess not. I think he was still Larry Fishburne in this I one. I fucking also like I mean, we all it's well documented on the show how much I love the fucking Night Rom Street series, but like the poster for Dream Warriors is so good. I, I think um, I'm gonna have to like recant like I think I was a dream master. You're like crazy. that's my favorite. I think I think three's my favorite. Like it's fucking Corny and weird, but and you get the most Freddy lore. And what's her you get name? Some is so hot. The like punk, or, the punk the rock chick. No, oh, well, the punk rock chick. Yeah. yeah. She's no, gorgeous. what's her name? Uh, per, uh, Patricia Arquette. Arquette is like top tier. But yeah, that punk rock chick. Oh my lord. Yeah. Which, God, which one is the? Uh, is it this one that has like the steampunk comic book gun guy? Like, is that this one or is that four? No, that's four. four. Okay. The death kid that gets exploded. Isn't yeah. it? This has the wizard. It's got the high pitched, strong black guy, high pitched voice, strong black guy. It's got uh, the punk chick. It's got the deaf kid who's like 
like getting sexed up by the nurse, and that turns out to be Freddy and like the ultimate swerve. The kid from um, Iron Eagle or whatever, or yeah. the kid that looks like the kid from Iron Eagle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But this movie's like this is where you find out that like Freddy's mom was a nun and he's like the the spawn of a thousand maniacs. Just like, like Matt Murdock. Yeah, it's a uh, good times. Uh so shout out. And also you get Dokken, shout out Nightmare Three. Yeah. Uh and then the last thing I watched, this is my hot take controversial oh, notes. Real quick. Uh, that Dokken video is so fucking great because it's one of those like old they don't make these anymore, but like it's for the movie. They inter the video intercut scenes from the movie. But they also splice in. They got Robert England to dress up like Freddy, and like he like cuts up new scenes in the video. But the the last the last scene in the video is Freddy waking up after like dreaming about the video. He's like, "Oh God, what a nightmare!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, we need more of that in movies, man. We need more. Like, go back to being just dumb as shit. That's this one like, really uh... also. Like the Terminator 2 video, the Guns N' Roses yes, video. Yes, oh, yeah. Where the Terminator's <laughs> hunting Guns N' Roses. <laughs> With your bitch slap rapping in your cocaine tongue. Oh, God. I remember. And you can be my. That song fucking slaps. It's one of the better Guns N' Roses tremendous. songs. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. It's right up there with Mr. Brownstone. Uh, and, but and, speak, quick spicy take before Gog's spicy take while we're talking about Nightmare. I'm still going to die on that limb that the Dream Child is a good movie, like a good Nightmare on Elm Street. Number movie. five? Yeah. It's like, okay. I like it. I like I'll revisit it. I'm like, like they're all on HBO for, right now, so like like I'm digging through for New Nightmare. Yeah. I hate. <laughs> I thought we were middle of the road on New no, Nightmare. We no. didn't hate it at all. Did we hate it? It was okay. pretty bad. Hated it. Hated it. Which is funny because I think that was the first time on the show. <laughs> Here's the first time on the show where I, like I heard heard whoever snapped out. That was me. We generally have positive that feelings. Die. Positive feelings of New Nightmare, and then we watched and we're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't also, see you get a lot of the scary Terry, like oh. every like Freddie ends every sentence with bitch oh. in this movie. Yeah, well, like, everyone Miller, fucking new nightmare is like if Grant Morrison was an idiot. Like that's the movie. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> mm. Take that, Grant Morrison. Uh, and then um, the last thing. So here's my hot take. Uh, I know we're. Uh, I know this place is a staunch Muppets Christmas Carol camp, but I just uh, watched the George C. Scott version, and that is oh, my best one. George C. Scott is like literally you, devouring you, the scenery. You in that movie. love that movie. I feel I like every year you mentioned love like, it. I how love much it. Love, this. love it. Love it. I can't. I can't stop. I think it just, just doesn't troll me at this point. It's not. This is not. This is just me. This is my genuine childlike I'm team fascination. You. Everyone is team Muppets, and that's fine. Team Muppets. Muppets. Muppets Christmas Carol is a lot of fun. I enjoy it, but man. George C. Scott's like just fucking Ebenezer Scrooge. I don't even know if he's doing an accent. I don't even care. And the fucking the the ghost of Christmas present. I'm just gonna go off for half a second here. In this movie, is the go like off, it drags Scrooge so hard. Like he's just like snarky as fuck and just needles the hell out of him. I don't know. Spicy take the best ghost in any of the Christmas Carol movies is the ghost of Christmas future in Scrooge. With the fucking yeah. Christmas saga head, present. is that present? Well, which one? The Carol Kane is present. I love her in Scrooge. No, no, no I'm talking about this TV head. Oh, that thing's rebirth. dope looking. Yeah, no, I'm not mad at that. 
Scrooge rules. Um, and that's everything I watched. Scrooge rules. I, I love the part where uh, George C. Scott goes up to Jesus. He's like, "You son of a bitch! I read your book." <laughs> <laughs> I like yours better than mine. Mine was a reference to football. Oh my Christmas! Yeah, give me about the ten thousand dollars. <laughs> We need to do a George C. Scott month so we can watch fucking hardcore. Hardcore, yeah. That movie rules. We watch Firestarter. We can watch fucking Exorcist 3. Oh, he's oh, Exorcist, he's Exorcist 3. 3. Yeah, dude, he's the main character. Dude, Exorcist 3 Hot Take is my favorite Exorcist movie. It's really good. It's really fucking good. Uh, all right, that's everybody, right? Speaking that's of movies that Alex going to hate, let's talk about this. Yeah, oh, speaking that. of movies that Alex didn't get to watch because the Plex wouldn't work for him. Oh, you didn't watch it? No. Oh. I don't think I would have hated this. Mm. I don't know if we would have loved it, but I don't think I would have hated it. Did mm. you slap? Yes. Oh. Doesn't matter. Here we go. Black Christmas. Okay. Alec, what happened in this thing? <laughs> well, based on uh, the picture of it... <laughs> <laughs> Based on the picture, it's a uh, a black exploitation version of uh, a Christmas Carol. No, oh uh, well, I got that wrong. Okay. I, I don't think there's any black people in this whole movie. No, uh, you're, thinking of, you're thinking of the blunt black of bloater blam. <laughs> blunt black of bloater blam. <laughs> a blissless blarrel. <laughs> Gogs, what happened in POC Christmas? Uh, let's see. Oh, wow. So in, uh, in, uh, by Christmas, uh, we're introduced to the sorority house of, uh, Pi Kappa Sigma. And it's, uh, the night before it's Christmas Eve, Eve, I think. And all the girls are getting ready to go home to their families. All and the do 40 what year not. old college students. Yeah. yeah Margo, yeah. and Margot Kidder is just a hot drunk this, mess. This, this shit was funny. Like immediately, like, I mean, you know, this is like a seventies movie just from how the, like the credits open. And yeah, but like, I was like, Oh yeah. People like just like people as young people just always look like they were like 50 years old and old. Movie. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like people just looked like that back then. I mean, I know. you see yeah. so many times where it's like, Oh, that guy's 32. He's or like, what was it? What's his face? His streets of fire is like 20. Michael Perez, like 28. He looks like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking wild. Oh, yeah, and so, this director we should mention, Gogs, you didn't see the movie with us, but he is a returning mole champion. He directed Death Dream or The Night Johnny Came Back from he, Vietnam. He, 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 also, he also directed A Christmas Story, Yes, uh, which is wild to me. <laughs> he directed A Christmas Story? He did. That's Bob so Clark. Weird. That's yeah. so weird. And Porky's. Yeah. So... This what guy a, has had what a, quite what a career. career. <laughs> this guy was just, just doing whatever would pay for his Whatever habit he was on, so he could be zooted and make movies about Christmas. Hey man, um, whatever, whatever works. Hey. Whatever works, baby. So anyway, so we're introduced to the the, the, the lovely ladies of whatever Pi Kappa Sigma, and we're also introduced to the first person perspective of the murder pervert in the film, who uh, is wandering around the outside of the building and then climbs up lattice work. Which I'm just going to say, just from a security standpoint. Terrible idea just to affix a ladder to the side of your I, building for I, the purposes it, of vines. As soon as, as this movie started, I was like, Gogs is going to say something about the fucking structural design of this fucking house. I'm just and saying, you're asking someone to climb it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, they brought this upon themselves. Um, 
So the murder pervert climbs into the attic, uh, I guess, finds another line to the building, and starts making pervy, breathy phone calls where he's talking yeah, about he, Agnes and Billy yeah, and calling C words. The phone and, up there. I think they show the phone. Well, there's, there's so like because this is a '70s movie, it has this character that we don't have anymore, which is the incredibly sassy broad. Like, and it's like, oh, is, you think it's more than one person? Like, no, it's the Mormon na- Tabernacle Choir making their annual uh, fucking crank phone call or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, she's the quintessential '60s office secretary. Just exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so she, uh, so, uh, perverts making phone calls. The girls are trying to go about their business. Uh, Margot Kidder offends the most chastened of the young ladies. She's like, oh, well, yeah. I've had enough and I'm going to go pack. Also, and then she- also the seventies were fucking wild. Cause you could write whatever filthy ass dialogue you wanted to in a movie and they just let you do it. <laughs> oh yeah. They just kind of like, went. <laughs> yeah. they just, they, that, my man was saying words. Yeah, um, even I was like, Eesh. yeah, I was kind of like, mm, 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 mm. yeah, it, he, I, I'm just gonna go out on Front Street here. Like, I, I like this movie a lot, and I, a lot yeah. of it because it's like truly disturbing. And I think yeah. it's like a lot of the buttons they're willing to push in this movie that they just like don't do in horror movies anymore. Like, the it, shit that, that, that he says is fucking disgusting, and then like. It reminds me of that scene in uh, the movie Horror, where he's like, he pulls up on the hooker and it's like, "Hey, how much?" And it's like, "Go fuck yourself in the ass!" And like, "Wish I could." I know, it's, 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 <laughs> if I could, yeah. It reminded me of like, "What if like, I could?" Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I was one. Like, it made me think of like when uh, in Exorcist, when she's possessed and she's like going off on the priests and like all the shit oh, that yeah. uh, she was saying. Hell, yeah, yeah. That. yeah. Like that sort but of thing. Pig cunt. They yeah. say that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Also, maybe one of the funniest insults I've heard. It, uh, it's like you really are a gold-plated whore. <laughs> the one girl says to the other girl, "Just fucking hysterical." Yeah. So, so uh, the ladies are having their evening, and there's a, the the young lady who doesn't want anything to do with this. Uh, she oh, first she reprimands Margot Kidder for giving him the business, and then. Margaret Kidder dresses her down, and then everybody's mad at Margaret Kidder because then she goes upstairs to pack her bag so she can meet with her father the next day and go back to, let's just say, the Midwest. And while while packing up a room and walking around, uh, she finds a cat. Well, Margaret and then Kidder, she finds murder. Margaret Kidder, before dressing her down, basically it gives her a uh, women deserve to get rape speech, which is something. Yeah, that yeah. was wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Peterson, where were you when you punched up the script? Um, yeah. That, that dressing like dressing like Two Face, and it was like <laughs> yeah. I had to like I, I've seen this movie before, but obviously like watching it, I watch it like I'm trying to pay a little bit more attention, but like. Yeah. I had to kind of rewind like her dot because the way they phrase it is like really weird. But she's like, "Country girl, you can't rape a country girl." No, no, but you can't rape a townie. A townie. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's. I think it's more of a class commentary than a sexual assault commentary. Although it is still gross. Still gross. Anyway, sorry. I felt like I. There's a lot of like, and also untrue. I want to go on the record. The movie, the podcast says that yes. It's it's still rape if it's a townie. So now <laughs> I'm just making sure we put a line in the sand. We're that's not, not Margot Kidding. That, that's not getting clump chimped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, we so didn't now, get to debate it. No, well, that's a good point. I guess Sean is opposed. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I just want to review. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's devil's advocate. So now, right. uh, so she gets, uh, this lady gets cellophane bagged to death. This, this fucking murder? Holy shit. Like, I, and, I'm oh. sure we'll, we'll touch on it, but uh, the the fact that they is, this movie's not particularly gory, but it's like incredibly tense. Like, I feel like there's three genres of movies, uh, horror movies we all like. It's the splatter comedy horror, the yes. Weird ass, like cosmic slash bizarro horror, and then the this dread, like, the dread horror, yeah, the existential dread horror, where it's like what? the cat causes more tension than just about anything in a movie you've ever seen. But the violence that is shown is like very grounded and like physical, like yeah. it, like this like bag murder is just yeah. so fucking like tough to watch. Like, you, can like, almost, well, you can almost identify well, with it, yeah. All, yeah. Well, the one murder is kind of campy, but the other ones are very. Like we'll get into it. So yeah. So woman just chick gets murdered, but everybody just no like she gets uh scurried up to the attic and put in a rocking chair with a bag over her head. And and it seems like it's it's weird because it's not really addressed, but it seems like no one is aware that this attic exists. It, or at um, least like the, the, the girl the house mother the house like, mother, but then she gets taken out. I mean like yeah. I think one of the, the like one of the only like story flaws is that they never go up there. But then again, like this movie happens like pretty quick, like in the con- continuity of this movie. So like, I mean, it, I'll be honest. Like, how often does anyone ever go into their attic? Right. Well, I've, I've never. Been I in forgot my when I had an attic in my old house. I forgot about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Um, also, uh, shout out to this woman for hiding her uh, Colonel Quickie Mark Kentucky bourbon in the encyclopedia. Oh and, and the toilet. And the toilet. Yeah. That shit yeah. is, that woman is like, just like hilariously drinking. Like that yeah. part is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like so then, Homer, there's a scene in the Simpsons where Homer fucking leaves his beers in the toilet. Like, <laughs> and it's, like it's just very funny to me. So, so now it's the next day and the father of this uh, young lady is trying to find her and she has, a, she's missed their appointment to be picked up. So now he her, goes, the, the hilarious father. Who's like a extra from a fucking, uh quiet riot vi- or twisted sister video. has come. Yeah. Like he's the square, yeah, he, yeah, he's like <laughs> the square in every, you nailed it, the square in like every eighties music video. Yeah. This guy is like hilarious. Like the fucking, <laughs> Like it's so, he seems like it's like Lord Fizzlewink has showed up to the town. Like, <laughs> I, this guy is so goofy, and like, it's funny because like his character. I mean, he's in the whole movie, but he kind of disappears after this opening scene. And no, it, I mean, like, he's in it a lot. He's in the movie, but he doesn't do anything. That's well, no, I mean. he's no, but they play him. What's weird is they play him. His daughter was murdered, right? And then they play him for laughs the rest of the movie. Like it's, he's like the like him and the drunk house mother have like weird like moments where she's being kind of like a, a dirty old lady and she's yeah, catching happens, him doing so that happens like right now like this happens like that part happens like pretty soon but and then they, they join the search party and they go see john saxon yeah and then like, oh and going, then margot uh, kidder gives the cop like the new exchange which is fellatio and the one cop's too dumb to figure that out also uh, i'm way too young to understand what like phone exchanges are. like i don't know what oh the fuck yeah like I don't also, know what that the, means. The length they go to for this extended blowjob joke, I have to commend them on. Oh, they set it up. They set it up, and you don't get the payoff for like thirty minutes. Right. It's pretty good. Um. So anyway, the cops get involved. They're like, "All right, well, maybe she's with her boyfriend." Yada yada. The boyfriend's off playing minor league hockey 
or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, meanwhile, you've got a B plot. So you got Margot Kidder all drunk and whatever. You've got the curly headed other girl who's still around. Her name is Phil, short for Phyllis, I presume. Uh, they're still in the house. You've got, you've got this uh, British chick, and she needs to talk to her boyfriend from 2001, it turns out, who is sort of a piano virtuoso, but not that good. But he's good enough at getting her knocked up, and he wants her to have the baby, but she wants to have an abortion, but he okay. wants to have a say in it. Uh, and then he has later. Also, he has his- it's important to point out that the the piano player boyfriend, on top of being like forcing, like trying to force her to have a kid she doesn't want, is like a dis like painted as like a disturbed genius. Like yeah, he there's like a like he like gets in his head, and that's why he can't play piano well. And then he like tries to smash the piano like. So they try to put doubt in your head that that right. you could be the killer. He also uses a, a very particular phrase that also gets used by the killer on the phone later. Yeah, yeah. Which one? I forget. Uh, you want to scrape it off like a wart or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh, because that's because they over. Yeah, because that's because they overheard yeah. her in the attic, right? Right. So disgusting. Like, yeah. yeah. Also, also, he's like, oh yeah, you don't want to have this abortion. I'll go to a place where the Supreme or the Constitution don't mean shit. Cut to the Supreme Court. Yeah. yeah, in 2020. That was a future on reference to Alec, just to keep him invested, but... Nice. <laughs> so now, uh, they are searching for the girl. There's this tension between the piano player and his lover and her wife and the maid and everywhere else. But then you've got... Uh, the murderer is still about, and he murders now the house mother using like a block and tackle situation that is like hanging from the rafters of the attic, yeah, and yeah. like hoists her ass up into well, the attic. Can I can I get a ruling on this? Um, is this uh, it hooks her maybe in the neck or chin, and then she is dragged up? Like, is that, that is what's my going take on, here? on it? Yes. Yeah. Yikes! Yeah, yeah. Br- brutal, brutal way to go. Uh. Chainsaw Massacre esque. Uh, so she gets hoisted up there. Now she gone, but she already. Now the the nice thing is that everyone who dies is telling someone that they're going somewhere else. So everybody's like, "Ah, oh, we're not going to bother looking for them." Yeah. So all this can, keeps going on. Uh, the one British chick still trying to figure out what's going on. They set up a search party. Uh, there's a a C plot now. We're up to C plot where there's some missing little 13-year-old girl who is then found murdered in the woods, which is, like, horrifying on its own full stop, and it's sort of just, like, that just just thrown on the pile, presumably by the same uh, attic sex pervert that's uh, in the attic. So now uh, people are still looking for people. Everyone's missing. No one knows what's going on. The police have agreed to tap the phone, so whenever the phone rings... Uh, I will also ring the police station, but they have to keep the person, the pervert on the phone for long enough to get a tap on the phone. So several more pervert calls. A lot of them are very disgusting. The the pervert's name is Billy, which is, I forget at one point. Is the pervert's name Billy or is he just like, he's always talking about Billy and Agnes. His name is Billy. I think Agnes might be his mother or his wife. Agnes is the victims. Like he calls the victims Agnes. It's Just weird. all of them Agnes. Can, okay. can, can we uh, briefly like uh, talk about how awesome the fucking phone tapping scene when he's in the like yeah. the operator room or whatever the yeah. fuck that is? Oh, that place is like yeah, off, it's, like pistons. Yeah. It's like monstrous, and like dude's like yeah. just tracking down. It's all like electromechanical. Like I'm like, is that? I presume and, that's and what it used to look like, but it's fucking wild golf pajama drip is tremendous. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what that guy's wearing, but I'm for it. Also, uh, 
just real quick. So the director, he had like an entire backstory for Billy and like had this whole thing written out, but just couldn't figure out where to put it in the movie and then decided it would be better if you just left it like mysterious, which that's better. By the way, that is, is the correct. correct thing. To yeah. Do. That's but like he had this right whole story choice. about how the, the killer and even the reason why it's on Christmas, like the killer killed his, his parents on Christmas Eve and they were the previous owners of the, the house. That's why he knows the nope. house. And it's like, yeah, none of that. You don't need to that's, know any of that. No. That's sort of Halloween and I don't want it. I don't yeah. care. I need yes, it. Although, I, this predates Halloween. Like that works great for this movie, but I feel like that trope sucks now. Like the, oh, he's just some rando. Like what is the. It's not oh, yeah. what is, or is that the death movie where it's just some rando in the house? It's like, yeah, but what? I like that movie. I thought, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, it's not there's, bad, but there's worse examples of that. Yeah. But yeah, I, well, I've gone on and said it a hundred times. Like, I, I feel like it's lazy, but like, you got to remember it. Like, <laughs> when you watch this, like, a lot of this movie came out happen- in what, 74? 74. And a lot of the shit that happens in this movie, and you're like, oh, they do this in a ton of movies. Well, this is like the first movie to do it. I mean, this well, yeah, is the movie. That that the the call is coming from inside the house. Yeah, right. It's that's this where this movie. That's the genesis of that. Yeah, that, yeah. that's from this. And like, how many times has other movies used that? And a lot of the other stuff, like even I mean, like I said, this predates Halloween. Like the first person stuff. I mean that that's obviously an influence in Halloween. And you know, there's a lot of other little things. Like I don't know. It's it's kind of like it, it. This movie is a little wonky at places, but like it definitely has its influence and like its fingers in a lot of other like i I know you've seen this before and i've seen it years ago but i I, you know it was so long ago it seems like very fresh even though like you recognize every bit of it from other movies you've seen like it just it's really unique and i don't know if it's because it has that weird like abortion subplot like that relationship drama in the middle of it but like it's it it definitely doesn't feel like other movies yeah, I agree. Uh, sorry, guys. Continue. It's all right. Uh, so, uh, Margot Kidder is everyone's like making her feel bad. So she just gets like annihilated and goes on a bunch of fun drunk rants, and then they put her to bed. Uh, and then uh, she gets uh, murdered to death by like a crystal unicorn decanter needle. I don't really know what the implement was here. Uh, this but it's scene fucking ruled. violent. And like, is the- there? Is there a problem with the transfer in this scene, or like? Yeah, it looked weird. It seemed like real jittery. Yeah, well, I think it's also shot that way. But like the weird like shot where you kind of see Billy's face is really yeah. rad, and like I don't know, there's a lot of a lot of artsy stuff. It's also this is cross cut with like a choir singing a Christmas. There's a, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're being like yeah, they're being serenaded by Christmas carolers. Oh, and at some point earlier in the day, they had a bunch of underprivileged children over, and Margot Kidder would kept feeding one of them like champagne. <laughs> um so. also is that the same scene where their friend that's like playing santa oh, is santa's just swearing up like a storm crazy though there's like oh you bitch <laughs> yeah like, there's a kid on his lap like you really i was like i was trying to get laid you bitch it's like okay <laughs> i mean they're poor but they're not you know Martin Kidder is drunker yeah. than like anybody has ever been in the history of movies in this movie she's like arthur level smashed yeah she is she is very inebriated uh so anywho well not no more now she is very uh perforated yeah. and she gone <laughs> so now she gone uh so then their uh their curly-haired friend goes to check on her and then presumably the door slams behind her and then she gets gone and then the british girl later finds out that that is true and well so so now they get another phone call and the girl keeps her on 
uh, for long enough, and they're like, oh, the calls are coming from inside the house. Tell the idiot cop who didn't know what fellatio was to tell them to get out of the house. You also see that at some point, Billy snuck out of the house. They had posted a police officer outside of the house, and dude slit his throat. So now, cop's dead. Bunch of sorority girls are dead. Yeah, Billy is just murking people. Yeah, Billy's KD yeah. is insane. Yeah, yeah. He's Very almost at like the he's almost got the chopper. So now uh <laughs> he gets uh so they call and they're like, hey, listen, just put down the phone and walk out of the house. Just put it down and walk out of the fucking house. And uh the woman's like, I gotta go get my friends. Like, no, get out. And then the guys he loses, like the calls are coming from inside the house. He's in the house. Get out, and then you get this cat and mouse kind of fight running around through the house. Oh my god! And like so tense. You don't ever really see Billy. You only hear these like fucking shrieks and like him just storming through the house. And they do they do like this really cool shot that I really like. Where you know there's a scene where she's like standing behind the door, and you know we've seen that, and he's trying to barge in, but instead of showing like panning out and showing her behind the door, they literally just show the door. Like yeah. and like just close up shuddering, of the and right? It's like, oh, it's such a cool idea. Like, I don't know that. Like, there's so much. Like Sean said earlier, but there's so much fucking tension in these scenes. Like, you don't because they've killed so many people already. You don't know what the hell's going to happen next, and it, it, it's yeah. great. It's really good. So, uh, so okay. So now, okay. So he's chasing her through the house. We're good there, uh, and then her, and then she gets kind of caught up and cornered. By her boyfriend, uh, Justice Samuel Alito, who doesn't want to have the abortion. <laughs> also, uh, and I, says, think, I think we might have missed it, but it, at this point already, the cops and her have, they assume that her boyfriend is the killer. Yes. Right. So and they, John Saxon is on his way, and then she kind of gets cornered by her boyfriend, and then there's a kerfuffle, and then when the cops show up, you find her and her boyfriend tucked away in a corner, and he's all killed to death. Now, here's my question, and forgive me. Mm-hmm. Killed to death by her? Correct. It, it assumed, yeah, I would assume. Yeah, so. But you don't, so, you don't know. There's a lot of ambigu- ambiguousness uh, in the end of this movie because she's, like, in a catatonic She's in a state of state, shock. So you don't know what, what like, she, Billy She's holding done. a fire poker, so, like, the yeah. assumption I think you're meant is that she is in shock because she killed him. Right. Because yeah. she thinks he's the killer, right? Correct. So now. So now, now everybody winds down, and the killer's Even been dealt with. And actually, sure to be fair, to be fair, you, the audience, don't know either. No, you right. don't. Know. But there's also a scene where she's on the phone with the guy, and he like sneaks up on her. Yeah. Well, she even so, says as much during right. it. She's like, "He was there the first time the phone call happened." Right. right. So, um, but I guess there's a difference between being the phone pervert and being the killer. But doesn't matter. So now she gets put to bed. Everybody's trying to figure out who's who and what's what. And then, uh, forgive me, I kind of blanked on this. I forget why everyone suddenly abandons the house and leaves her catatonic in bed. But then you, it kind of reveals that Billy's well, I think still part there. Of it is because they have to go out and deal with the media. And I think the yeah. other part is like, oh, let's just let her sleep. It's the 70s. We don't know anything about anything. Let's just leave her here. We that's, have enough closure yeah. for now. I mean, that's yeah. what it is. They leave the John Saxon leaves the room because it's like, oh, the media's outside. They need a statement. And they're also the doctor says like, oh, you're not going to get anything out of her f- till probably yeah. tomorrow. So like they, that's why. And they also they in their minds the killer's dead because yeah, right. Dead. So, but then you, you then we're all treated to the fact that the killer's not dead. 
Yeah, they pan. They do this very weird slow pan. This is also like this whole scene like is very, very slow and deliberate. Like them yeah. like leaving her in the room. Uh, uh, them leaving her in the room alone. There, like it takes a long time for that camera to start panning, and like nothing really happens. But like as soon as the camera starts moving, you're like, uh oh, right I feel like they they've stolen the scene a million times now. Though like, the, oh, oh sure. it's not over yet. But again, this this is the progenitor of that, right? Yeah, this right. is so yeah. seminal to all of these horror movie tropes. But but then it it pans up into the attic, and you hear you don't see him, but you hear like the Billy talking and like do it saying all this weird shit and just. You still see the first girl's body in the attic, which is fucking yeah. gross. Um, but yeah, and then that's the fucking movie. And that's like, it. Then, that, then this guy made a Christmas story. Also, another uh, thing that I read uh, from the Wikipedia today is that I guess the original, the producers wanted Billy to kill her in the end. And he's like, no, that's stupid. Like, well, I'm not going to do that. It's way better to just leave it like yeah. implied. And I totally agree with them. This like, guy made a lot of good choices. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like everything, every note the producer gave was just dumb. So it's like he, he made a lot of like smart decisions. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this is a, a horror classic. Also, like a horror classic that doesn't get talked about enough. Like this is, to me, what, this what, is. What are you saying? Like this is like the first slasher? I think technically, it yes, because it predates, yeah. it predates Halloween and it predates Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So yeah. And Exorcist was the year before, but what were, were there many horror movies? Oh yeah! Fire? Oh yeah! Well, I mean, th- this is like—I I mean, guess—if you really want to define like, it, like, yeah, I mean, Psycho. I mean, there was like, you know, campy like fifties. There was tons of fifties horror. Movies. Oh, there was yeah. all the monster movies, yeah, and and throughout the sixties. But like, I guess this this would usher in more of like what you consider like contemporary horror, like the slasher right. genre. Yeah. You know what I mean, like. Horror movies about like deranged. This is the monstrousness killers. of humanity, not the monstrousness like, of Wolfman. There's a straight line from this, <laughs> right? There's a straight yeah. line from this to something like Maniac, for example. Or the Strangers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I don't know. This is it, it's 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 interesting, and I feel like it, it's also like there feels like, it, and this is probably going to sound silly, but there's like a lot of art in this movie. Like this movie is like. Very like it doesn't oh, this really is like hold this your is hand. A film, yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. a film. Well, this movie's actually it's a slow burn because oh, it's yeah, not like right. kill, 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 kill. The first kill, I don't think happens. Well, the first kill happens relatively quickly, but between the first and the second kill, there's a lot of well, stuff going between on. Between the first and the second kill, it feels more like a fucking like procedural, like yeah. they're trying yeah. to find the killer. Dude, like I, I haven't seen them, but like you know, this remake's got to be fucking terrible. Like you know, they had to learn like every wrong lesson from this movie. There are two remakes of this movie, and, and I'm sure seen. one of them is like the Halloween thing, the, Hall- the Rob Zombie Halloween, where Billy's dad fingered him or something, and that's why Billy's in the fucking house. Yeah, I haven't seen either one, but I'm sure they're bad. I've heard they're really bad. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I. I I really, I don't know. I I have a soft spot in my heart for like a lot of '70s stuff because I feel like I don't know. I, I, there's just they took a lot more risks and like I don't know something about movies nowadays. Like we talk about us on the show constantly, but like so much 
so much of movie so so much of movies that just doesn't sound right it just feels like an assembly line product you know what i mean and like yeah because this movie has a lot of like rough edges and weird dialogue oh, and kind yeah. of strange pacing in parts but like it so, is a vision you know what i mean like, i mean this, not only i uh this movie feels like a Euro horror movie. Like this feels yeah. like a Jalo movie. Like, and that this predates that too. But like, it, it doesn't. Because it, the, the way it starts, especially with like the prank phone call, you feel like it's going to turn into like an "I spit on your grave" kind of movie, and it's yeah. not that at all. Or like a fucking like slumber party massacre. Or something yeah, like yeah. That. we the sleepaway camp, camp though, right? Oh, well, sleepaway camp. One of our too. first reviews, I think, mm-hmm. like the first or second movie we ever did. Um, so. This is a lot more like rope than it is anything else. Like it's just this weird fucking bottle tension movie. Yeah. So the 2019 Black Christmas. First of all, PG-13. Second of all, oh, here's God. here's the IMDb summary: A group of female students is stalked by a stranger during their Christmas break. That is until the young sorority pledges discover that the killer is part of an underground college conspiracy. So it's skulls. That sounds awesome. Or SJWs. <laughs> sounds fucking horrendous. Why would fucking uh, the wait? You mean Marxist? SWF? Oh. No, no, no. The, the oh, original yeah. college conspiracy. All the communist professors. Oh, are you talking about SWV yeah. Sisters of the Voices? Oh, Hell yeah! Shit. No, I'm talking about one twelve. Shout out oh. to TLC. One twelve where the players dwell. <laughs> uh. Yeah, like, you just, I don't know, man, like, 70s were special, like, you just don't, and, you know, I think you, somebody, it was TJ, say you take a lot of risks in the 70s, like, yeah, you take a lot of risks, because nobody fucking knew what they were doing, they were, they were still yeah, making yeah. shit, like, I don't know, nobody's ever made one of these movies before, so let's just fucking do it, it wasn't made to fit in a genre of movie, you know what I mean, so it, it doesn't have, uh, things to tick off as it goes, it's like, this is just the movie, and it's like, whatever, yeah, I mean, oh, sh- oh yeah, okay, there I am. Um, my microphone disconnected. So, yeah, I mean, and, and again, like, it's, like let's I'm, stop our horror movie to have like fucking Kramer versus Kramer for twenty minutes in the middle of it. Like, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, and it's oh. just, I don't know. It's 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 just I don't know. It's so different. Gogs, if you had seen Death Dream, you'd be like, I don't understand anything about like the connection between these two movies because that movie is about a Vietnam a kid that goes to Vietnam. He dies, and his mother like voodoo resurrects him yeah. somehow. <laughs> oh, that sounds kind of dope. Comes back as like, and it's like, um, what's it's that movie not. with uh, Aubrey Plaza, <laughs> where she's like a oh, life after Beth, Beth. Beth. It's like life that, after Beth, yeah. Because he's like a zombie, but they're still taking him on double dates and shit. And, like he eats somebody at a drive-in. Like it, also, it was shot like ten minutes from where I live somehow in this fucking bullshit town nobody's ever heard of. But <laughs> <laughs> well, looks like the two thousand six story. It looks like the 2006 Black Christmas uh, explores Billy's past a lot more, and they do make him very sympathetic. I can't yeah. believe they past. made two remakes. Like, that's crazy. Remakes. Uh, all right, let's get into five knuckle shuffles. Uh, Alec, how do you think you would have felt about this movie? <laughs> uh, probably like a three. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Like, I don't particularly care for slasher movies. Um, you also don't really like seventies movies. Yeah, like. and I and I don't like seventies movies, and I don't bullshit. like I don't like Christmas movies that aren't uplifting and hopeful. 
So, uh, oh yeah, this is like barely a Christmas. Like the, I don't, yeah. the fact that they put it during Christmas, I I really don't understand. Like it really and also like calling it a slasher movie kind of like paints it in a picture that's not yeah. exactly what you would think. It's more psychological. It's not, the movie's not yeah. gory, like at all. No. 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 Also, like the titch- the slasher, yeah, like a, I, I guess, I mean, it, again, it, it is the the prototypical slasher, but like the slasher, the important part of the slasher is the slasher. You know the slasher. You don't know anything about Billy. Billy is in shadow the entire time. You never see his face. You don't know have any idea what he looks like or his build or anything. That's probably one of the reasons why this movie isn't talked about as much because you can't. There's no like marketable character. out of it. There's no like character, right? Like you can't make, yeah, you can't make toys out of Billy or whatever. You can make like the Fisher Price Billy foam where you pick it up and it just says terrible big, things big to you. Cunt, big cunt. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, Sean. Oh, me? Uh, this is a 10 oh, for me. me. I think this is a fucking achievement. Like I, and I'm going to say this and I'll probably have to think about it later, but you know me, like I'm always just talking. Uh, like, I think I might like this better than Halloween, the original one, but I think it's just because I've seen Halloween so many times. Like, sure. if we're talking about, like, holiday horror movies, I think this movie's kind of brilliant, and, like, in a very unwieldy sort of way, it's, yeah. like, it, it's, like, the highest caliber of, like, art student film. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, the acting's really good, even though the dialogue's a bit weird and stilted. I mean, it's got cured delay in it. Yeah, and that guy's like a thespian, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's fucking bonus. And he and he like thespians it up in this oh, movie yeah, too. It's kind of hilarious. He is ham. Like he's like the, that gum with ham in it and ham salad <laughs> and like everything else. Like uh, he's really going for. Margot Kidder is like I think shoot drunk the entire movie. Like, she is a hot, she's the definition of a hot mess. Throughout oh yeah. Just film. a hot shitty mess. And I love her. And like the British woman has this like almost implacable British accent. Like it's very theatrical. Like, Which we feels, all love. Right. It's like everybody's that. like in a play except for the house mother. Who's in an episode of like hee haw. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. there's like a horror movie that just kind of happens in the margins. But it's also like like the middle of Nightmare on Elm Street with John Saxon playing the exact same character he plays in Nightmare on Elm Street, which doesn't seem like it's a coincidence. And then also it turns probably, in, probably not, actually. Yeah. You know, probably it not. turns into the conversation for 20 minutes, and then it just kind of <laughs> ends. But yeah. it ends like in the way that that one Texas Chainsaw Massacre ends with the chick in the hospital. Oh, the, the, the next generation, wasn't yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, better. I don't know, but, man. Yeah. Lo- the movie looks great. Uh, it it's like not the it's blocked really interestingly. Like there's a yeah. lot of like camera trickery that you wouldn't expect from a movie this old and what I presume is like pretty cheap. It was yeah, uh, yeah actually speaking of pretty cheap, uh, budget six hundred twenty thousand dollars in Jeez, U.S. dollars in nineteen seventy four. That's crazy. So, no, I think this movie's awesome. Like uh, it's not like a perfect movie because again it is, un- but it's like. Uh, it, it gets a lot of uh, credit for me for being so far in front of everything else, like out of the gate, you know, in the yeah. same way that like Texas Chainsaw is not a perfect movie, but it is like very, very like important and fun and, you know, tense in a different way. Like uh, Texas Chainsaw has got that kind of hot, 
sweaty, like Southern Gothic tension, and this is like a cold, like New England murders kind of right, exactly, or Canada maybe I don't know. Um, gobbles. Uh, it's going to be a nine for me. Uh, I've seen Hell this yeah. before. Uh, I've enjoyed it watching. Uh, so I've only seen it one other time. Uh, I enjoyed it, and then uh, watching it again. Since I kind of knew what was up, I could kind of pay a little, like you know, kind of delve into, you know, some of the stuff about like, the way it's shot and the way people are acting, like sort of like pick at it a little bit more. And it's fucking pretty great. Like it's not perfect, like you're saying, but it is like you know, uh, it's got its fingerprints on so many things that have like you know, like forty years later, this is or fifty years, damn, 50, like almost Crazy. fifty years later, like it's still like you can still feel its impressions on modern horror. I mean, it's basically just the facts of life. If it was a slasher movie, um, it's it's great. <laughs> like, uh, e- e- like everyone's doing work in it. No one's, no one's. You know, Mario Kidder is just just a, just an out and out mess, and it's wonderful. <laughs> and and genuinely, if you don't know who the killer is, like they do a really good job of selling you on it. It could be that boyfriend. Spoiler yeah. alert: it's not. But like. Like you're sitting there watching, you're like, oh, okay. And then when you show that scene where they pull back and the the British chick's still alive and he's dead, you're like, oh, it's resolved itself. Or very, or at very least, he's involved. You know what yeah. I mean? I like, mean, right? Like, could be like go... a scream situation where it's Skeet Ulrich and what's his name, Wing Commander. I can never think of that guy's <laughs> Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Oh. You you could even go at the end, like you could go the high tension route and just be like, oh, she was imagining. She was the it the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, but yeah. no, it's 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 it's. Far from perfect, but it's so seminal that like you got to give it its props. And then the fact that this guy, the guy, this guy's filmography is so wild and scattershot. Like I don't even know what to do with this. It's like he's like Bo Jackson. Like he's just pretty. He's just doing a little bit of everything and doing it pretty well until he, you know, displaced his hip. Uh, so TJ, uh, it's a ten for me, dog. I I really like this movie a lot. Um. I used to have the fucking, I probably still have it somewhere. I have like the fucking Anchor Bay anniversary DVD of this. Like, um, I don't know. The cover art slaps. I love this movie. I think Sean has said it before, but I agree. Like, sometimes you like a movie because of its kind of jankiness and it's like imperfections. And this movie is like a fun example of that because it's just like, it's like Sean said, they, I'm going to piggyback on a lot of his points. You just kind of, it's like uh, throwing spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks. Like, let's just try all these things at once. And somehow it works. And also this, uh, I don't think we've touched on this, but the runtime in this movie is very fast. Like, I think it's just over an hour and a half long. Yeah, it's like 92 so, minutes. So it's like I, they do all this shit in the space of like not a lot of time. And it's like, it's kind of over before it starts. And you're like, oh, okay. And I don't know. I, I love this movie. I think it is important. It's important to horror. and. Uh, it's a really, a really solid movie. And a lot of, like Gog said, a lot of smart choices narratively that I think a lesser filmmaker wouldn't have done. Like they would have made it way more obvious and way more like, I don't know, like digestible. Like, again, this is like kind of artsy in a weird way. And I really respect that about it. Like, I feel like, and again, to, to speak back to Sean's point, like maybe it's because there wasn't like the, you know, the fucking like, uh, you know, the, the prototype to go by like, oh, well, a sli- uh, our horror movie needs to have this, this and this. And they're like, well, we don't know what we need. So just put all this stuff in here. And like, 
it's kind of great because it kind of like if you're free to do anything you want, you just go nuts and you don't worry about like, you know, well, you know, Freddy Krueger's in this movie. So we need to have a marketable villain or like, you know, we don't need all this other like interpersonal stuff because it's not really important to the storyline. Like, I don't know. Like, I again, like the movie isn't like the most well-written thing, but like the effort they go to like make kind of the like just the normal everyday well, stuff of these characters work like it makes yeah. the characters feel more real and even and like we're slapstick like house mom who is just drinking you know fucking uh, and talking rock to and, herself fucking rock and rye all over the fucking house or whatever but like well, and, and they do a really good job like hiding the twist which they didn't have to because nobody had ever made a movie before you know what i'm saying yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it's, like, it was, you know. but it's, it's really good and like really really creative and uh yeah i, I love it i'm a huge fan um it's it's fantastic. That's a ten for me, dog. And the um, same man made baby ge- super babies, baby geniuses too. That's so weird. Uh, like so, George Miller. So next week, so we're gonna we're gonna bump the Molies till January because I have so many fucking twenty twenty two movies to watch and I'm same. so behind. Uh, so we're gonna. I don't know when in January we're gonna bump the Molies too, but we'll bump it to next month. Uh, so next next week we will watch. Uh, Silent Hill. I will put on the Plex. Alex, I will get off of my VPN. That's probably what's causing you problems. Just send me a text because I sometimes I forget it's on. I just have to turn it off, and then you probably won't have a problem. Um, but yeah, uh, Alex, I gotta commend you for sitting through all this bullshit without having watched the movie. He's probably asleep. I'd be asleep. Oh, he's asleep. He hang up. No, he's still here. Oh, okay, he's he's calling from the house. Oh, oh no. Excuse <laughs> murders me. Um, also, a movie you couldn't do now because, like, who the fuck has a landline, right? Yeah, yeah. There's like you'd have a hard time like rewriting this in a contemporary sense. Like, yeah. you'd have to totally change the you whole structure, or just set it in the eighties. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, Gogs, you got anything to plug? Uh, caller ID. Yeah, the, the, shout uh, out caller yeah. ID because yeah. that would have been very helpful. For these young women. Yeah. And uh, shout, when they found out, out the call was coming from the house. Shout out to Black Adam, by the way, just because. I'm going to watch that this week because I feel Why? like. Why bother? I don't know. It's a 2022 hey, movie you, I need to you watch. You didn't go see Avatar. I'm shocked. Is it out? <laughs> yeah, it's out. It came you out. Know, I guess it was three and a half hours long. Yeah, there's no way in hell I'm watching that fucking I guess movie. I, gotta go I talked to Alec about it on Saturday. I'm like, you go see it, and we we're both just like, yeah, there's no way. I don't have no. I don't know if I'm going to see it once it's available to just watch at home. Like, I have no interest in it at all. No. Uh, I need I need closure on the Navi. It's, it's so well, you're fucking, not gonna get it because there's like four more movies. The fucking no, no. The, the reviews for this fucking movie are hilarious because it's the same thing with Black Adam actually. It, the the most common thing I keep hearing is, "Well, it's not that bad." Like, <laughs> what? Well, what, what about look, J- wait? Do we still have it, Jake Sully? I, I guess, dude. Yeah, it's the same the thing. Character like, all right. It's Sam Worthington and. And apparently they have like Zoe a, Saldana. a hybrid Navi human kid who's like a big white guy, which is great. Like which doesn't make any sense because he was right. in a he was in a Navi body. Yeah, he right. should be full unless his sperm is, is connected to his, his regular sperm somehow. Yeah, like his Navi body, like maybe they catheterized him and shoved a catheter in his dick. 
maybe they, they or they milked it from his corpse that they no, found back at the face. They fuck through their mind dreadlocks. Remember? Oh, oh yeah, no, because that's also how they ride horses. Yes, Are they, they like fuck, the fucking they fuck the horses in Mass Effect Two, where like they somehow like take the I don't fucking know, man. Like I just lost the plot, but who the fuck wants to watch <laughs> that movie? No, not any of us. I don't. I feel like we had to watch it when it came out because. Oh no! 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 Let me tell you, Gogs was like, "Come on, man, let's go." I'm like, "Dude, I don't want to watch this movie." He's like, "Come on, let's go." I'm going to hate this movie. I loved it. Like, like it was like they made phones for it or some shit. Do you remember like it being like integral to some kind of like Verizon kids? Like, Oh, get oh, your yeah, phone yeah, and like, it comes with Avatar or some shit. Like, Oh God. I, I think I know. saw in the theater twice. Oh, Ew. God. It made, it made, this one made 134 mil this weekend, opening weekend. That seems kind of low for what they were expecting. Dude, uh, it is. Dollars? Yeah. a lot of that- money. Yeah, Sean, but they're they need this movie to make like yeah, six billion dollars. It, it, it falls short of box office predictions yeah. <laughs> with a hundred and thirty-four million dollar debut. Has it been in China yet? Is this one of the ones that won't? Oh God, they better hope it opens in China. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Is there a part where the where the Navi fucking blow up Taiwan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be dead serious. I was going through the list of like 2022 movies today just to like get my make sure watch, I didn't miss anything for the Molies. And I saw it listed: the Avatar, the Way of Water, and I swear to God, I thought they <laughs> finally made the M Night Shyamalan Avatar, the Last Airbender <laughs> sequel. I was like, oh, that's stuck in under the radar. <laughs> he has another remaking that movie. They are remaking that movie, I think, but I don't think M Night's anywhere near it. Hmm. He has a. a... M. Night has another movie getting ready to come out, and the trailer looks oh, good boy. for it again. Ooh. All his trailers look good, and then his movies are terrible. Yeah, the trailer for Old looked pretty good, and look how that, that look how that. Yeah, this out. one's got uh, it's got Batista in it, and Ooh. I forget who else. Oh, is that the, part like, of the movie? It's like a home invasion movie or something. I think I saw the trailer. It's like a it's like a home invasion movie, but it I don't I, I forget exactly what it was supposed to be, but the trailer looked good. And then I was like, from the mind of M. Night Shyamalan, I was like, oh. Pass. <laughs> knock, knock at the cabin. Yeah. Like the trailer. Watch the trailer, guys. You'll think the trailer looks outstanding. I thought if it it's did. Got, if, it's got, if it's got Dave Batista in it, it's already What kinda... the fuck does knock at the cabin mean? Like, what yeah, kind of sentence fragment is that? While vacationing, a girl and her parents are taken hostage by armed strangers who demand that the family make a choice to avert the apocalypse. No, no, no! I'm saying like knock at the cabin does not make sense from like in no, it's a, a no, from a standpoint. sentence structure. It's sentence, stupid. Yeah. sentence fragment is a sentence fragment. Uh, powering not, down. <laughs> um, one last thing: Did you guys see the the fucking uh, fake Turok movie that's coming out? What? No. For a- Adam Driver like oh. crash lands on a planet and he he fights dinosaurs with future weapons. It's not called Turok. But- oh fuck. Oh. Oh. It doesn't have a cerebral bore. No. Shout but like bore. it's wild because I'm like, this is just Turok. Like call me back when they make the Shadow Man 2 movie. Uh, no. Hell yeah. Call, call me, call me when they make Magus Robot Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that wears like a little like metal bikini and like karate chops, like fucking call, bl- call me when they make the Exo Man of War Iron Man full metal panic or whatever the fuck yes, that video that game, video game heavy was metal. Terrible. 
All right. Anyway, God, uh, this is this has been the after dark for our premium listeners. <laughs> I'll be back when they make the Ninjack uh, Death Mate Red yeah. movie. Hell yeah! This is you know at one point one of the the major companies did option all the Valiant stuff, but like I don't think anything yeah, it ever was happened. Sony. They made yeah. Bloodshot, and that movie saved me from. Oh, getting you're my right! Oh my god, I totally forgot that <laughs> came out. Holy shit, you're totally right. Yeah, because they're supposed to make a Harbinger, and then like Bloodshot made like thirty bucks, and they said, uh, probably not. And we saw it. We we reviewed it on the show. <laughs> it was still better than Bicentennial, man. It's still better than Morbius, I would say. I think I'm going to buy oh, Kurok that, that 2 on the, Steam. Uh, Bloodshot saves your penis. Correct. Oh, yes, You're going to cut your penis. <laughs> I bet heavy on Bloodshot. I was like fucking Adam Sandler at the Uncut Gems. Like, yeah, if I had the same... Uncut if, gem. If I had the same... If I made the same bets on, on the Ravens that you make on Bloodshot, I'd be penisless now. <laughs> so good for you. Oh, this is how you win. Uh, all right everybody that's the uh, show you know the drill have, have a merry christmas why don't you and uh mm-hmm. you know eat santa's ass yeah happy holidays for those who celebrate that, just <laughs> it's when you see him under the missile we celebrate toyota thon here eat his ass <laughs> mm-hmm. and next yeah. week silent hill prepare for mediocrity <laughs> Uh, if we're lucky, it's fire. Are we watching Silent Hill or Silent Hill Revelations? We are not watching Silent Hill Revelations. I swear to God, we already <laughs> reviewed that, but probably not. No, we didn't. I, I, did we come close to reviewing it? I don't know. Probably. I feel like we're always on teetering on the bleeding edge of reviewing a <laughs> Silent Hill movie. Uh, all right, everybody. All right. Yep. Later, Bye-bye. boys. Later. Later, Stangogs. <laughs>